On today's Sports and Rec, we talk about weeks 12 and 13 of the NFL before continuing our Parks and Rec rewatch with a discussion of episodes 4, 5, and 6 of season 4. Hope you enjoy the pod. Welcome to Sports and Rec. I'm Anthony Restivo alongside Casey McGarvey. Today is Friday, December 11th. And are you in mourning, Casey? You finally have your first loss. The Steelers, we're going to lead right into it. The Steelers finally lost. They went 11 games before they finally lost, but you're no longer getting your mantle all the time. But I will give you one last kind of like eulogy for the undefeated season. Um, no, I'm not in mourning. Um, I didn't like the Washington matchup from the jump and how hectic it's been for the Steelers lately. Um, but 11 and one, talk to me in a few weeks and see how the season ends. I don't, I don't think this is like a cliff and they're falling off it. Um, I think it was a close game. Could have happened a lot of times throughout the years, you know, namely thing of like the Titans game, Gostowski misses that late kick. So um, some people have jokingly said they were the worst 11-0 team they've ever seen. So <laughs> I'm okay with them being the worst 11-0 team ever. So, um, but we'll see. They got a big matchup this week with the Bills. I was gonna say it's not a bad title to hold. Is we were the worst team to be undefeated for a very long time in in a very difficult league. Would you have even wanted them to go undefeated, though? I've, I've always been of the argument. Like, I get, like, sometimes people, like, say it's a dumb thing. Like, obviously, you want to win every game. But I do think there's some pressure that gets lifted because otherwise that's a whole another storyline you have to deal with um, going into the playoffs. And it, it starts to add to the pressure of already trying to just win a title in, in, in and of itself. I don't know. I think this would have been the year to kind of do it because – no one was really, it wasn't, it wasn't a big storyline. Like COVID dwarfed everything so much that it would have been the year to kind of quietly go undefeated. And I don't think it would have gotten as much publicity as it would in other years. Like, I think the Steelers being 10 and 11 and 0 would have been massive stories in past years. And they're getting their, they're getting their fair share of publicity, but it, it COVID just trumps everything. That's what people talk about. Um, I don't know. I, yeah, I, I mean, it's it's hard to go undefeated. I think that's the bigger part of it, of how hard it is in the NFL to go undefeated. You know, and the Bears go 15-1. and one. Yeah, the Patriots um, win, go undefeated up to the Super Bowl. Like, 
it's hard. So I'm not worried about it. Like it's a goal. I get what you're saying. It's a goal each week. You want to go into each week to win every game, but I don't know how many teams goal it is to like, you know, I don't think they write down, go undefeated. <laughs> I think they write down, make the playoffs, win the division, win the conference, make the Super Bowl, win the Super Bowl. I don't think people like, I don't think people write undefeated on like their gold sheets. Yeah. yeah it's for like pro, spoken, for pro athletes. Yeah. Right. Like it's, it's spoken that way, but I think they know how hard it is to do that. We week in and week out. So. Well, cause I know we wrote it down for our, our high school soccer team every year. And <laughs> we, we almost did it a few times. We almost but, did it, but... Uh, yeah. So yeah, I think you're right though. Um, that would obviously be the, the ultimate goal. Now the follow-up, obviously now they're, they're still the number one seed in the AFC, can they get, can they hold on to that? Do you think they can hold on to that? I think they have Bills, Browns left. Well, we can look at this. So the yeah. Chief Steelers schedule, let's take a look. And I'll pull up the Chiefs schedule too because they're the other ones that's basically who they're competing against. I know the Browns are kind of there. The bills are kind of there, but I don't think those two teams are going to get the number one seed. Um, but let's, so the Steelers, like you were saying, bills, Bengals, Colts, Browns to close out. That's a tough two, two of those. Well, the Bengals one is easy. That's most likely. But the Bills are away and the Browns are away. I'm not sure how much that matters right now, but um, and then the Colts, they get home. So I think they could, I think it's likely they probably lose at least one more game. And then the Chiefs play the Dolphins, Saints, Falcons, Chargers. So they have the the, the Saints and Dolphins are away. I don't think the Dolphins will. Nope give them anything even though they're they're at, you know eight and four that's a good solid team the saints game could potentially be but i don't see them losing the other i think they win three of four and i could see the steelers losing two of four i don't think the dolphins are trending in the right direction right now um good year for them but yeah that's a that the end of the year is is lined up for the chiefs for sure um browns are clicking right now Bills are playing well. Allen had an outstanding Monday night. Um, Bengals are done for put a fork in them. And Colts defense, our defense, that game will be low scoring. And that will come down late in the fourth quarter. Um, And Colts might either be fighting for winning their division or just a playoff spot in general. Yeah, so holding on to the one seed is going to be tough. I'm still sticking with my Super Bowl pick out of the AFC, the Chiefs. I just they're too good. I just think they're way too good right now. Um, for anything to go right, whether they whether the Chiefs lock up the one seed or the two seed, um, so we'll know. I'll know. We'll know this weekend with how their performance against the Bills is. Um, do they get after them? Is it competitive? Do they not show up and play well? Um, but yeah. Tough. Sure and then, up the Chiefs to turn it around and take that one seed. I mean, the Chiefs are beatable. I mean, they've lost a game. They've had a couple close ones. Uh, so, like, even more recently, I, I forget who they played last week, but um, 
but yeah, I mean, they've had some some close ones. So people are capable of like sticking around and, and hanging with them. But generally, I, they're super solid. Like, yeah, I just, Mahomes, Mahomes can turn it on when he wants to. And he's proven he's going to come back in the playoffs. Or, what was that, a 20-point, 17-point, 20-point deficit? Yeah, twice, right? Wasn't it a couple of games in a row? Yeah, so, I mean, that's what I'm saying. They're not only – I don't think they're a flashing pan. We talked about it. I think the Chiefs are good. I think Mahomes is the MVP. It's, it's theirs to win. Um, I think the Steelers can absolutely give them a game. I don't think, like, the Chiefs beat them if they – 10 out of 10 times. They play 10 times but I think they win seven of them. So, um, yeah, it, it's it's the Chiefs to win. Then the season lines up pretty well for the Chiefs also looking at those two schedules. Um, so, we'll see. It's, it's tough because I think the Steelers need that bye. I think we talked about this last well, week. I think, um, if, they, if they don't get that bye, then – that's like they had the longest stretch of of no bye week because they had there so early in the season so which leads to my follow-up to them is did they lose because of the nfl scheduling it didn't help they dropped too many passes against washington like that's really what killed them that night um you know you catch a few more passes alex smith doesn't run off the field with the ball right before the half and then they get eight seconds put back on so they can kick a field goal. Um, it didn't help. It's not great. It, of course, and less time to prepare, less time to get ready, different things like that. But I can't put the whole thing on the NFL. Um, they just dropped too many passes the other night to keep their offense on the field and find ways to score points. Yeah, just unlucky timing that it's happened to them multiple yeah. times. Like the Titans forced them to get their bye week much earlier in the season and then this kind of just screwed up they played a game on wednesday played a game was their game on monday right monday yes yeah so they had to wait till wednesday then they had a quick turnaround to play on monday so not not ideal in that situation did you think it would be the washington football team that would be their undoing though I know you said you didn't like that matchup, but I wouldn't have thought that that was. No, I like, yeah, looking at the schedule, it's not the one I would have picked for them to lose, but Connors wasn't in. They already don't have a run game. That front seven is outstanding for Washington, and they have a good defense. Um, I thought our receivers would have been able to get absent a little better, and they did. They just dropped a lot of passes. Um, And our defense played fine. You know, that, that should be. You should, we should be able to overcome that many points with the offensive weapons we have. Um, so I'm not going to put much on the defense, and especially that was a late field goal that got put in there. Um, so, so no, I would not have picked Washington. I probably would have gone with next week, maybe the Bills or something like that. But I think you got to look at Washington. Obviously, you don't look at the beginning of the year, but after the Ravens game, I think you immediately think, like, it's fast turnaround, shit. Um I don't know. Washington's had time to prepare. Let's see what happens here. So, and likely, Alex Smith is probably the, your comeback player of the year too. So, I mean, Has good, great story by uh, for him to to be able to do that and potentially still be in the running for uh, a playoff spot and a possible division win, which is funny because they're both five and seven, um, them and the Giants. So, another question: the Giants somehow 
were able to beat Russell Wilson, other MVP favorite, um, last week. And now, would you consider the Giants or the Washington football team to be the favorite to win the NFC East? I think it's between those two. Philly seems like they're on the downturn and Cowboys are terrible. I think it's definitely between those two. Um, I like Washington a little better. Um, I think Alex Smith is proven and playing well now. Um, and that defense, like I said, that front seven is very good. I think their defense can stack up against most other teams. Um, be able to put pressure on the quarterback. Um, Chase Young is an absolute problem out there in the field. So I think I'll have to go with them. But that's a big win for the Giants, too. Um, with their backup. Yeah, with Colt McCoy, an older backup. Um, so, what can I say? It's one of the most competitive divisions in the NFL. <laughs> we spend way too much time talking about the NFC. <laughs> because we don't know who's going to win. Every single team, despite all of this, it's still, like, technically, the Cowboys could still win the division. I mean, they're not going to. But, like, there's four games left, and they're only two games out of first place. <laughs> I think I got to go with Washington. I think that's a good pick. I, I do like the way the Giants are playing because I think they're set up because when Daniel Jones returns, I think they'll be in a good position um, there. So I'll give the – just to be the contrarian and not have us pick the same team, I, I do think your pick makes a lot of sense. But I'll, I'll go with the Giants um, winning. But that's I'll an easy out in the first round, I think. <laughs> I definitely like the Giants for the future, though. Return Saquon. Um quarterback back like their offense is shaping up for the future for sure yeah um so it'll also be despite how poor those teams are compared to the rest of the other teams fighting for playoff spots um at least their division is competitive so they're gonna every game they play in basically is super important um so at that least at the very least there's some like uh at least built-in interest to watching those games um and staying in that division we finally saw Car Carson Wentz get benched um for Jalen Hurts do you think he's done in Philly I think it's time for a fresh start uh, I don't think he's I don't, I'm not at a point where I think he had to stick a fork in him and he can't play quarterback anymore but sometimes people need a change of scenery. So I say, is it is it somewhere else instead? Yeah, I I, I think so. Um, I don't know. Do they give him another year? Do they try to find him some weapons and give him one last run at it? I don't know. But I think I think I think he could find some success somewhere else. Yeah, I was I was thinking the same thing. I think if he's not the starter and they had this bad of a season, and who knows. I don't think Doug Peterson will be fired, but like, you never know. Philly you never know. Could be on a short leash, leash there. Um, but I mean, that's that's a huge. I would be. I like Jalen Hurts. I'm surprised that he is their starting quarterback already, though. Um, I I thought that was a good late draft pick because of how solid he was in college. Um, I don't think he got enough credit because Tua kind of like shined over him a little bit um and took some of that away from him but he was in the mix i think he won a national title on his own, like there against clemson then lost and then was in the national title game before uh tua took it over um 
for that for that league, but like was in many national title uh, conversations. So, um, and then had a great season with Oklahoma his last year. Uh, but yeah, so interesting move there. Um, I don't know what it'll be interesting to see if he's either traded Carson Wentz or, you know, lives out his contract, hopes for a better season next season and, um, and see if he moves on afterwards when he becomes a free agent. But I think it'll be a really interesting thing and it might depend on how well Jalen Hurts does when he's, um, taken over the role. But I, I think their expectations would probably be pretty low for him right now. Yeah. Yeah. At least for the short term. They shouldn't expect much. I, I don't think that would be fair to him to be like, hey, why didn't you win the last couple of games and why aren't you doing oh, too great right now? But, what the hell, man? Yeah, not really fair expectations there. Um, and then <laughs> speaking of quarterbacks, so the Broncos had a disaster of a of a week a couple of weeks ago. They had all of their quarterbacks get, I don't know if they all got COVID or they were all put on the COVID-19 list so none of them could play in the game. They had to resort to you, a wide receiver that played quarterback, was a backup quarterback at Wake Forest. He went one for nine with like 18 yards and two interceptions. Could you have put up similar stats to that? <laughs> Not a chance. No. Credit, credit, to, credit to him, though. He had zero practice, zero preparation, and just got thrown under center and got tossed around like a rag doll. Um, no, I, I couldn't, I, I don't, not a chance. I, I wouldn't be able to see over the linemen. I, I, who the hell I can't, I can't throw a ball to save my life. They would stack the box against me. So no, I don't, I don't think I could, I do not think I could complete a pass in the NFL. I don't either. I'm not even sure if they even didn't have me throw a pass that I could have been any more successful in that role i would have no way. They, one, <laughs> one you know dn linebacker would have gotten me and that that would be the end of my life my I would, be done. I would be an imprint in the field and they would just bury me yeah i don't even think i'd be able to make it to the the running back before i handed the ball off <laughs> i would just keep running away i would hand to the running back and just keep running safety <laughs> just keep hold on the ball and run in the other other direction <laughs> Yeah, I mean this is a a tough situation and 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 all of that, but like I think they had broken protocol. Um, the players or the uh, quarterbacks weren't wearing their masks and stuff like that. So, really sucks. Just like weird how the NFL has handled these situations. How some of the that game had to be done on the exact same day, but then the the Steelers game didn't have to, and they it was just all over the place with how certain games were happening. We had the Cowboys Ravens game on Tuesday night. Des test Des Bryant tested positive on the like just before the game, but was already on the field during warmups. You know, high fiving players from the Cowboys and, and talking to them, and um, you know, masked down and um, was you know warming up on the field with his teammates. So, like, it's just unclear like why that game happened. It probably shouldn't have happened. I would imagine there's probably going to be some stuff that. Uh, like Cowboys or Ravens stuff have additional outbreaks as a result of that game now. Um, I think the bigger issue is those quarterbacks were within six feet or left with each other for more than 15 minutes. Mm -hmm. Um, That is the highest chance of it being spread that way. Um, 
I don't know if Dez was what, what, what he was like in the locker room or who he was around before he got out of the field. I think it's less likely you're going to spread it on the field as you're not really directly next to anybody for you're warming up, you're running all over, you're all over the place. Now, what was he doing in the locker room beforehand or who was he around for a longer period of time? I guess we'll wait to see what that says and what contract tracing they did. It's just the inconsistency. Like, I don't get how some games happen. The other ones get pushed back and delayed and continually pushed back or moved around. Like, it just, it's just confusing. I don't know how they've made some of these decisions. So, it just sucked that the Broncos, not that they were, like, fully in the playoff picture, but, like, kind of on the fringes a little bit um, where they could have made something happen um, or at least made the game a little bit more competitive against the Saints, who are, like, top of the the uh division which could have impacted nfc standings but it's just very strange um but a team that's not going to the playoffs is the jets um so far still defeated um had a chance to beat the raiders uh and then gave up like a 50 yard touchdown pass with eight seconds left because the defensive coordinator tried to call out call an all-out blitz um and got beat, and then then was fired. <laughs> yeah. Uh, Adam Gay still has his job though, so confused how that works. I'm telling you, they're not they're not willing to pay him to go sit on a beach. We suck, and you're gonna you're gonna live every second of it, Adam Gase. <laughs> so everyone was hating on that decision, and uh, they they said that there was some study that out of like all the 250 times this has happened like situations happen this is the only time a coach has ever called like an all-out blitz in that situation which to my i i will be willing to say it's worth the element of surprise but you have to get to the quarterback like yeah, you have to be in his face that'd be right <laughs> because it's worth it like if no if every player is looking at that data and like okay if we're at this situation they're not they're only going to send four people we'll have plenty of time to get downfield and stuff like that so you could catch them by surprise and not have like the players expecting it in that moment, which could have broken up that play. And maybe the Jets are, players just aren't talented enough to do that. Like maybe if the Rams are using that, you know, strategy or a solid defense like that is doing it, the Saints maybe. Um, so I'm not like all like being like, oh, that was a terrible play call. I, th- I was like, hey, we're 0 11. Like let's bring the house. Like who cares? Well, the only thing I don't know is. I get your logic. I just don't know what what does a quarterback see under center. Like, this isn't right. This is there. This is a package. Uh, yeah. <laughs> or the lineman calls out different protections or different things like that. Like if they can disguise it, I just don't know how well you can disguise an all out bit blitz, especially when your your coverage should be prevent defense. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> so um, maybe an all out blitz at like the thirty where you can like cover it up a little bit, but. I don't know. It was a very Jets thing to do. Yeah, 100% a Jets thing to do. And it's one of those things, too, where, like, who cares that there was a terrible play call? They're so bad. Like, what do they have to lose? <laughs> like, instead they go 1-11, in like, or, like, 1-15. in Like, who cares at that point? Like, and if it works, then it it doesn't matter. Um, no one actually it's cares. It's just, it's just funnier after. <laughs> I agree. The Jets do not matter. Yeah. <laughs> We can both agree on that. So the last part of this is I want to ask you the question of will they make the playoffs? So I have a bunch of teams 
that are right on the fringes. Some of them are already kind of in the playoff picture hunt. Um, and just want to see whether or not you think we're, you know, well past the three-quarter mark of the season. So we're we're very much in the mix there now for that. Um, so want to hear your thoughts on whether or not you think these teams are making the playoffs. I'll start with the Dolphins. That's some easy ones to start. Eight and four. Um, schedule left, Chiefs, Patriots, Raiders, Bills. That's rough. And they're currently in the sixth spot of seven. Rough right now, especially with the Patriots playing better. They could lose. They could lose out. Um, I'm going to say no. No, they did not make the playoffs. Ooh, that's a tough one. I think if they don't, then Brian Flores doesn't get the uh, coach of the year. I, I think he's in the. I think he's in the running, but. Um, but yeah, I think that's a tough. And what sucks too is this next thing I'm going to ask you about. The Colts are currently in the seventh spot. So do they make the playoffs? Colts with the Raiders, Texans, Steelers, Jags. I'll say they go two and two. Um, that puts them at ten and six. Yes, I will say they make the playoffs. You also have to factor in they could still win their division. They actually are tied with the yep. same record for the Titans right now. Um, so this actually could very much switch. Right now the Colts are in the last spot, but they actually could be in the fourth spot if if things work their their way, even if they were to not have a good record to end the year. It depends on what the Titans do over right. the run. Um, which, if... If that's the case, let's assume that the Colts get the seventh seed, which would put if the Steelers get the second seed. How do you feel about that matchup? That's a pretty tough first round matchup. I'll get a look at it. You're right; it is a tough matchup. Um, I think we. Still and yes, get they do play matchup. each other prior to. I'm not that game. super worried about the Colts offense. So not scared I, of Philip Rivers. No, not particularly, especially in the playoffs. Um, <laughs> so I would I would take that matchup. I'm okay with it. Great defense and whatnot, but I would still take that matchup. Okay. Um, so saying in the AFC, the Raiders. The Raiders. Make the, playoffs? the Raiders at seven and five. In the uh, eighth spot right now. Eighth spot right now. Um. Seven and five second plays. The good thing for them is they've already played their two games against the Chiefs. Dolphins, Broncos. What were the other two? Colts, Chargers, Dolphins, Broncos. Uh, Yeah, I'm going to let them say they're in. I think I could see them going three and one over the last set, giving them a 10 and six record also. Um, I'm going to say they're in. Are you worried that they were the team that almost lost to the Jets? Does that scare you at all? I mean, it is two bad weeks because the week before that, they got drilled by the Falcons. Um, I think they lose to the Colts this week and then win out. 
Um, that's hard, hard to believe after the weeks they had prior to this. But no, I'm still going to ride with the Raiders right now. I think they can turn around and play all right. Okay. So right now you have, because there's two more teams I want to talk about in the AFC. So it's Chiefs, Steelers, Bills. I'm assuming you have the Titans in. And with the Browns being 9-3, and three, I kind of have them slotted in. So you have the Colts and the Raiders making it. So I'm assuming you, these next two teams are going to ask about Baltimore Ravens and the Patriots. Are they in the playoffs? And now do you have to move some teams out and in? Oh, boy. Oh, boy. Oh, boy. Big one for the Pats tonight. Playing them, playing my Rams. Um, I think they lose the Rams tonight. Beat the Dolphins. Lose to the Bills. Beat the Jets. So that will put them at eight and eight. Tied with what I thought the Dolphins would be. Yeah, I don't. I don't think the Pats get in this year. I don't think they get it done. I don't think they're good enough. I think that's probably the safest one of the ones I've asked about. I don't think they get in either. They're yeah. on the fringe. There's still a chance. Um, but, I mean, Cam Newton hasn't thrown over 100 yards in the last two games, so I don't know how they've been able to win um, a couple of those games. Uh, and the Ravens. So I'm assuming you have them out, but yeah. that's a surprise. Yeah, I have them out. Um they have a decent stretch to end the season, though, which makes them interesting. I don't think they beat the Browns. I think the Browns have been rolling, but then they have the Jags, the Giants, and the Bengals. Giants, like you said, are playing better, but that's not a bad three weeks to end the season if you want to get on a run. Um, I don't think they'll go quietly, but I don't think they'll get it done. I think, yeah, the uh... – this game against the Browns with the two games up. I think if the Ravens win this game, it gets very interesting. So that's the, that's the one wild card I have. I think you're right. The Colts are in. And then I really think it's between the Raiders. Well, I, then I think it's actually, yeah. Raiders and the Ravens for that last spot. And, Raiders probably have the better I don't know they have the same record so man I, it's so hard to say the Ravens are not making the playoffs they were the, the team I had as the second best team in the AFC to start the season uh, I think everybody did yeah I know and not the Browns like I had the Browns I think was one of my wild card picks that I did not expect them to be 9-3 and three at this point Man, that's tough. All right, so let's Chiefs one, Steelers two, Bills, Titans, Colts are in. So there's two more spots. I, I'll say the Browns have a good enough record. It'd be tough to not have them make it. Um, what's their schedule look like too? I mean, they have the Ravens this week, but they still have the Steelers left. You know, Ravens, Giants, Jets, Steelers. So Jets are definitely a win. Yeah, so not a bad stretch for them either. They could be two and two, or maybe one and three. But Possibly could be one and three. If they go one and three, that's a tough. That's a tough look. 
Um, but that would mean the, the Ravens have to go three and one. Then that gets super interesting. I'm going to say Colts, Browns. Yeah, I'll go with Raiders. I think the Raiders are in. Yeah, interesting. It's going to be fun. Fun right there. That's a lot of teams in the mix uh, for those last two or three spots. So, I or even it. for the division. So, And then I have two more on the NFC side. It's only it's a little bit less interesting. I kind of have – we already talked about the NFC East, and they get, we talk about them way too much. Saints, <laughs> Packers, Rams, and then whoever wins the NFC East, that's four of those teams. The Seahawks are, are I would think, likely in, especially with the Jets in this next week. Um, the Bucks, I'm going to say, are in, but this is a really important matchup this week. Um, so my questions were, do the Vikings make the playoffs? Or do the Cardinals make the playoffs? It's basically the teams that are those are the last two. Let me see here. Cardinals, my other wild card pick for this year. So I actually had did pretty good with my wild card picks. Vikings have Bucks, Bears, Saints, Lions. So we'll call let's call that two and two. Um, Cardinals, Giants, Eagles, Niners, Rams. Oh boy. They could go three and one. Murray hasn't been playing great the last two weeks. He might be hurt. Might be hurt. Teams possibly saw something on film. Um, and honestly, they probably should have lost three of They probably should have lost four in a row. Because um, the bill, well, they probably should have lost now five in a row, to be honest with you. They got, I'm not going to say they got lucky, but that Bill's Hail Mary. Is huge. I'm gonna go Vikings. I I think the the Cardinals are on a big skid right now, and I don't I don't know if they turn it around. Um, late in the year, Kyler Murray's extremely talented, but still young. Um, I think this is one of those learning scenarios for him. They might make it interesting, but I'm gonna go Vikings. Can't I think believe, that can't believe I'm going with Cousins, but I'm going Vikings. Yeah, I think I'd have to go the same direction unless you were willing to take. Teams on the fringe are Bears, Lions, 49ers, and Washington football team. Nope. All technically don't like it. Only one <laughs> game. I don't know. Only one game behind, though. Isn't that crazy? All those teams I just listed off, like they all sound like no chance of making the playoffs, and they're technically only one game out of of that last spot. Nope. Ain't touching any of those teams. Not a chance. I think it would be hilarious if the NFC East guys ended up getting a second team in somehow. <laughs> God, God help us. Oh, man. Okay, yeah, I'll go with the uh, Vikings too, although I think it would be more fun to see the Cardinals make it in. Would I, I, I can agree with that. Um, all right, so what are your – what games are you most – or games or game? Let's pick one, I guess. I'm assuming I know which one you're going to pick. Um, but... The only one is Steelers-Bills. I think it's going to be an awesome matchup. Um, yeah. Allen makes you nervous been throwing it well and all over the place and they have a decent defense but i think that's the game of the week yeah that's the sunday night game um yeah i think Allen's throwing himself in especially as of late back into the mvp conversation i don't think he'll win it but i think it's a he's worth being thrown into that conversation because of one their record and and his play as of late has been really really impressive um and consistent for once 
Um, yeah. Still has his boneheaded plays every now and then. He does some weird, makes some weird choices. But um, the other one, I, I think we already talked about this one. Ravens Browns. I think there's a lot riding on that. I think if the Browns win, the Ravens are essentially out of the playoffs um, at that point, um, and just would be super impressive by the Browns. I think if they're able to pull that one out and go ten and three without Odell Beckham, considering how their season started and. Um, and I think that would just be a really s- strong statement win by them if they're able to pull that one out. Um, and then just for sake of uh, playoff picture, another one we talked about, Colts Raiders, is another uh, lot of impl- implications there, um, especially with the Titans having an easy, likely easy matchup with the Jaguars. Um, so this would be an important one for the Colts to, to, to win. And I think if the Raiders lose they had a really big uphill battle um and then technically even the the bucks vikings game is um got a lot riding on it um that's a, a win would help kind of even solidify the vikings position in the playoffs and then puts the bucks kind of on the fringes of, of maybe not making it in um weird chiefs dolphins with is technically a good matchup but i don't think it's gonna be a good matchup no i don't think so either and same with Patriots Rams technically, but I, I just feel like the Rams will uh, win out there. So not as exciting as they could be, or as the records might show. But to be fun, I think it's going to be a really exciting end to the to, to the season, and and more exciting that they added that um, additional spot in the playoffs. So it would be really fun to see um, how all those teams compete and who ends up making it in. So we'll catch up on Week 14 next week um but we also have our parks and rec rewatch so we did episodes four five and six of season four um so moving along there um i wanted to get your thoughts on the best opening of those three episodes uh episode five as we've all begun to learn i love everything andy april um i like their little back and forth though in the beginning you know April would say something very intense. Uh, one foster dead children, people. Dead people. Well, no pictures. Pictures of dead people. I, I don't. I don't think I know what a bloody orphan is. So they're the two of them just make you laugh. So I had to go with that. Episode five is my favorite opening. Yeah, their banter back and forth. It was kind of like when April was reading off the house rules to Ben, and then Andy's like, "No, that's not a rule," or something like that, and. <laughs> and april just keeps going anyway it doesn't matter she just keeps going um yeah i also had that as the best opening although close second was episode six uh the end of the world cult um that lives within pawnee and just how um we got introduced to that uh group of people and and um learned about that was was kind of interesting too um favorite quotes or scenes Favorite quote and or scene. I mean, the famous, like everybody knows this scene, whether you've seen Parks or Rec or not. Treat yourself. Treat yourself. Treat yourself. Everybody knows that. Like that is Now you know what it's from. I knew what it was from. Everybody knows what it's from, but if you haven't watched the show, you're still, oh, that's the two Parks and Rec characters, whoever the hell they are. So I've been waiting for that scene to pop up. Treat yourself. Treat yourself. Treat yourself. Um, (laughs) What would you have done? Oh, treat yourself? Oh, boy. Spend Probably. money on anything. Oh, spend money on anything. 
go golf somewhere really nice. That's how I probably would treat myself. I think, I think I'd take a trip somewhere. Yeah. Or buy shoes. But... Of course you can buy shoes. Nice new pair you got, by the way. <laughs> Thanks. Um, Any other scenes? Uh, my first wedding ceremony took two hours because Ron refuses to do <laughs> anything someone tells him to do. So when the priest said, repeat after me, he's like, no, not doing it. Um, when Ben first put on the Batman outfit, and he said, uh-oh, Batman is crying. Um, how did April join the goddesses? Is a question I had the whole time. <laughs> like, of all people to be there doing that sort of stuff, like, I thought that was pretty funny. Um, oh, then when she, like, everyone likes her more than Anne, though. Like, Anne wants all of them. Uh, this is a picture of a girl watching her grandmother get trampled by uh, a coward, whatever it was. And I here's know. the blood. And... Yeah. Oh, cool. Um, oh, when a girl, please, Miss Perkins, it's a debate. Um, and then Anne putting the sturgeon on, which I, no, they're not salt water, but they're pretty close. Putting a sturgeon, a dead sturgeon on a rod, putting it in the water for a half hour, <laughs> pulling it out. It feels pretty good to have a bunch of little boys into me. That came out wrong. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> just cut himself off right away. Um, and then creating the Swansons at the end. Um, I like the end of episode five. I mean, the whole room's pretty good, but, uh, when April takes um, Traeger's keys because he was trying to figure out everybody's mysteries and just figure this one out and just throws them in the trash at the end. Oh, uh, so you thought it was for that? I think it's because she saw Jerry and was actually doing something nice for Jerry. I so think that he, he was solving everybody's crimes at the start and she's like, solve this. Ah, oh, interesting. I've always interpreted it as April doing something nice for Jerry because he was like, thought he was okay with do something nice with Jerry. No, but she's nice. She's a kind-hearted person, and she tries to put up a front, and that's what it was kind of like, well, Jerry doesn't know that he did this, so. I took it as a joke. He okay. Into the house for solving everything. But I think that was her, her kind of sticking it to him. Um, and then the, and episode six, you know, the whole, all the, um, give it to me in nickels. Oh, yeah, the $1,000. <laughs> Um, and then they make the Grand. That was the Grand Canyon, and yeah, where all the faces are. What <laughs> April gives them at the end, I think, was just perfect. So, um, yeah. yeah, those are all good. Um, yeah, the Ron actually almost made that cold open a good one. Was was purely Ron just talking about his wedding ceremony. Um, so that was a really good one. Um, I had the when Ron's talking about April and Andy's toolbox what's in their toolbox he says it's a hammer half of a pretzel baseball card a scissor half not even a full pair of scissors sonic the video <laughs> game a flashlight filled with jelly beans was their toolbox and then simultaneously when ron goes into lowe's um and the employee asks if he needs help, and Ron's like, I know more than you. And the guy's like, okay, and walks away. You should go into a Lowe's and do that sometime. <laughs> See if they know the reference. I hear that all the time. Please don't say that to me. Um, and then 
Leslie's just hatred of salads, how she keeps shitting on Sue's salads uh, over and over again. Um, I just love that, like, recurring bit. Um, and then the, uh, what was the other one? Obviously, all April and Andy doing all the different things off of Andy's bucket list. Um, so my question to you is, I'm going to read off the things that Aunt, we get to see Andy read and see which one would be the one you'd most be interested in having happen uh, or add to your bucket list. So, yes, catch a winning touchdown at the Super Bowl, make the most amazing grilled cheese sandwich, win the lottery, ride a unicycle, invent something. I love this one. Fly first class on a plane, and when people walk by, do you like the <laughs> like laughing? <laughs> Like he's better than them. Uh, go skydiving, ride a hippo, remake the movie Kazam and do it right this time. Teach my son to throw the perfect spiral, have a son, <laughs> change his cell phone plan, which I think is hilarious that that's on his bucket list. Hold a thousand dollars in cash in his hands, um, be an action star, and then see the Grand Canyon. So, which of those would be on your list? I love grilled cheese. I have a perfect grilled cheese. I would also need to have a cup of tomato soup with it. But if someone made me a perfect grilled cheese, I'm like, perfect. Like, the bread is perfectly brown. It is not burnt. It is not underdone. Um, cheese is on it perfectly. I'm going to add in the tomato soup. You know, the tomato soup is the right temperature. Dipped very well. I'm sorry. I would have to have a perfect grilled cheese. And I know that seems like the most, like, simplest one of them all i love a good grilled cheese especially when it's a good grilled cheese day so i gotta go with that one i appreciate that that was my second choice i gotta say grand canyon because i haven't seen it yet i and i do want to actually go there and see that um and then the, the super bowl winning touchdown just because i know that's not going to happen <laughs> would be my third <laughs> but i know that that's not even really possible so um so yeah, those that was a really good moment. Just her and uh, uh, Andy just crossing off the different things off his list, um, and then the, the other conversation I loved was when they're talking about reincarnation and stuff like that with the uh, with the cult group or whatever. And they asked, "What could what would you want to be reincarnated as?" And Ron picked a socket wrench and then switched to bolt cutters. Uh, do you have an answer for what you'd want to be reincarnated as? I crap on Anne a lot, but I like her answer to that. I never thought of that way. When you believe in reincarnation, you spend so much time thinking about what you're going to be reincarnated as, you don't live your life. That being said, I <laughs> I think I just said professional athlete, like not a specific professional athlete, but I think it would be cool to live that lifestyle. Oh, yeah. If I had to pick something that's not human form, I think I'd pick I'd pick like a an oak tree or something like that. Be kind of cool. Just because you live such a long life, but then you also provide so much to like the world around you and other animals and stuff like that. So I think it'd be an interesting dynamic to kind of have that. But I, obviously, some kind of like, it would just be interesting to see what that lifestyle is like, someone that's super talented at something, whether it's, 
you're a famous actor or actress or or you know just really talented at at like the best in 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 something where you're getting like recognition for it would be kind of interesting um <laughs> that'd be an interesting life it might be it's short fun. but everybody has fun when they're playing wiffle ball I, I i've never met anybody get mad and then you get older and you you turn yourself into a um a dizzy bat so like I'll, i'd be a wiffle ball bat what happens oh wiffle ball bat i thought you said the ball no i'll go with the ball bat i was gonna say the ball if you had that moment where you just get lost in the woods and you're just stuck there not not actually doing anything it doesn't uh what you would call it it lasts forever so someone will eventually come find me yeah the bats though that does lift that's a good that's a good one um and then the only other uh scene or moment was just when john ralphio invites lucy to their end of the the world party and it's assumed that it's for tom and then you have a cutaway to john ralphio and he goes i actually forgot that they dated and i was trying to hook up with her <laughs> well done well played off oh yeah Good, good. Uh, I'm surprised that he was able to maintain a, a straight face and didn't blow it because that's something he normally would mess up. But uh, very, very good. Um, anything you didn't like of any of the episodes it doesn't have to be which was your least favorite episode. Just any moments or episodes or whatever you want to call it that you weren't a fan of. love the scout competition um wasn't my favorite thing i liked a lot of things within the episode and within that like skit between the two um i just thought it was kind of random now that we've gotten into um leslie's race like into her kind of political career i thought it was a little random drop in and um I, I love it when her and Ron bicker, but I don't like it when they're like against each other. I like it when they're quasi working together. Yeah, which you kind of see at the end of that moment where Ron, uh, Leslie ends up creating the the group specifically for Ron, and I thought that was just a really touching moment too. Though going back to like good scenes is just Ron kind of recognizing that like you know like he's outgrown this ability to kind of connect with this younger generation. Um, but Leslie finds a way to kind of help him not lose that. Um, but yeah, I agree that not as plot driven, just kind of more putting characters together. Um, like we see Chris meet Jerry's daughter and start dating Jerry's daughter. Um, and then, you know, just continually with the Ron, um, and Leslie dynamic. And then we get to see, you know, Ben hang out with Tom and Donna when they're doing the treat yourself stuff. So it was just cool character pairings in that situation. Um, and then like, I guess we're not like, so that didn't really have any least favorite stuff, but, um, but kind of seeing Ben recognize that he's not sure what's keeping him in Pawnee anymore. Um, because him and Leslie aren't together anymore and that's why he's struggling. Um, and like starts to share that kind of stuff with Tom and Donna. Um, so it's, but then maybe meets Shauna Malway tweet, but then also, um, you know, there's still the Leslie Ben dynamic too. Cause Leslie tried to stop him from potentially meeting. She was really funny in that situation where she's like, Oh great. They're going to have uh, babies or something like that. And then Anne's like, Oh, they're fine. And then 
Shauna like touches Ben's arm and she goes, Whoa, what was that? I know that move. <laughs> I thought that was really funny. Um, and so just seeing those two like overreact to, to, uh, Ben and just, it's going to be an interesting, um, to see how their relationship grows as, as Leslie gets deeper into her political career. Um, did you have a favorite side character, um, appearance? I think I had to go part of me wants to say Anne is now a side character in my book, but, um, she's in the opening credits. So I think you can't, that is, the one thing. that is the one thing I can't go there. They've almost written her into a side character, but I'll go, uh, John Ralphio. John Ralphio is also my pick. He had a great episode that end of the, uh, world party, was uh actually looked like an awesome time they had that super vip thing that they weren't even allowed to get into and <laughs> they had like vip rooms to get into vip rooms and stuff like that it was just a absurd Roy structure Hibbert. but Roy Hibbert, yeah <laughs> got to see him again um i will say a close second though is the um the guy from herb from the uh, cult group, the lizard god Zorp, and how he just explains, like, oh, they wrote this self help book, and then it, I think they're really making a parody of Scientology. I'm pretty sure that's how Scientology came together. Um, but yeah, I thought he was a funny character, and how they kept like the running bit of like, hey, want to cash this? You take checks, you can cash them tomorrow because they think that world end of the world's gonna come, and it never does. Um, and then the moment when he's like in Leslie's office trying to prepare again to like reserve the park for the next time the world's going to end. And Leslie's like, Oh, like it's going to end on uh, I had the dates wrong. It's going to end on like March something. And Leslie like looks at the calendar. It's like, Oh, that calendar is booked. Um, then so sorry, you can't get the park. And then he goes, Oh wait, let me look at my thing again. Actually it's the Saturday after that date. <laughs> and it's just such a absurd thing. Like clearly these people don't know anything about, this stuff because they're just like choosing dates they just want to all hang out with each other together sorry what would you say they just want to hang out yeah exactly and then ron takes advantage with his business selling the flutes and stuff um and then did you have a favorite character over the three episodes i think i'll go tom especially from the last episode episode six um, the treat yourself stuff. Um, when they go finds out he goes, excuse me, goes bankrupt in episode five. Yeah, I'm gonna go with Tom with this one. I, I like I like Tom through these four episodes. Yeah, it's a it was a good storyline for him, and and you kind of got the sense that the business wasn't gonna succeed. Obviously, uh, Ben was kind of indicating that, and so we got to see that kind of come to an end. That's kind of why they threw the end of the world party. Um, but yeah, the treat yourself episode and then him um, kind of see, re reconnecting with Lucy again, who's clearly there's some connection there. Um, I was, yeah, I think that's actually a really good pick. I was actually going to go with, um, I was thinking I was going to go with Andy. Because I thought I didn't have much in episode four, but I thought his like his dealing with Ben and trying to get Ben because um, Ben was being passive aggressive as their roommate, and then he kind of like continues to kind of push him and neg him on to kind of break him down to kind of get him to to actually like talk to them and and you know share his feelings and stuff like that. And then obviously he has all the 
accomplishing of his bucket list stuff with April. Um, so I was actually going to give it to Andy, but I do think the Tom pick is a really solid one as well. Um, favorite episode? Six. Yeah, the end of the world party. Yep. Yeah, I think that's also definitely the best one. Halloween party, close second. Yes. Um, but I think the end of the world one was definitely uh, best episode. So we'll have episodes seven, eight, and nine next week. Um, so just continue going on there. So it's going to be interesting stretch run. Um, I think we're, I think this is a longer season, so we're probably only going to hit that halfway point. So it's still probably a lot to go there. Um, yeah. So we got NFL week 14, anything else that comes out and NBA news, not much, but in case things oh, happen, what's that? just signed an extension or something right before we jumped on yeah still a chance james harding gets traded he's kind of expanding his list of teams he's interested in so that would be obviously huge news so we'll see if anything happens there um but kind of just waiting it out i think the season's actually starting soon so it'll be interesting um as the season gets going but until then might be a little slow on that side of things and then um just like i said with parks rec seven eight and nine as part of our rewatch. So uh, until then, we will uh, see you all next week.